Uh, CB dick. Cannabussy. <laughs> we'll start that if it doesn't already exist. <laughs> Our personal brand of weed anal lube. I'm Brendan. And I'm Marissa. And welcome back to Dear Queers, the show where we answer all of your queer queries. That's right. You've got just the two of us on the horn today because we're feeling like keeping it a little intimate. Intimate. That's right. Yeah, we had a very um, lengthy lead up to this recording session (laughs) we we have been chatting for two hours before we started recording so i just look at the time right now like it was like really you're right it's two hours to the minute actually did i think i would have already eaten dinner by this point i did so (gasps) oh no are you gonna be like hangry i don't know if i'll be hangry but i might be in like a funny headspace so we'll just see how this goes okay i feel like we're already like in a bit of a funny headspace, so we'll see where this takes us. Yep, we sure will. Today we're talking about drug stuff. In retrospect, should we have done some drug stuff ourselves before we recorded this? Maybe. Maybe. Although, I don't know. I actually don't have anything I could have taken anyways, so it would have been just you. Yeah, well... Oh, you mean like just been... generally... Are you like? T- are you being like taken to record now, or like have tried more different drugs just generally? I I mean, I was saying specifically like I meant we should have been high recording this. Is okay. Like what I meant. That's what I thought you uh, meant, but I, then I was it like, is what I meant. Questioning my. <laughs> I feel like people are gonna listen to this and be like, they're not high. We are not. We are. I mean, I'm. Very sober. The only influence I'm under is under the influence of this cough drop in my mouth. So wow, beautiful. And just the joy and beauty of life. I did like a little heroin earlier, but I'm fine now. It's wearing off. Yeah. Okay. Well, so All we're right. basically sober. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> would you like to read the first question? I'd love nothing more. Okay. Right. Here we go. Dear Queers, any substances that you would recommend trying during sex? I've heard that weed can make you feel good. And there are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven O's in that good from our question. From overstimulated. (laughs) Good question. Great Um, question. I mean, personally, I feel like the only thing I've ever experienced being under the influence of during is alcohol. Oh, that's not true. Like alcohol or like poppers, but. Oh, I feel like this is a great opportunity for you to tell your poppers story from college. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll tell that story. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I guess nothing, nothing too crazy. But yeah, I mean. Wait, are you are you not going to tell? Oh, you want to tell it right now? Oh, okay. Oh. Why why would I <laughs> Sorry, have suggested I another no, one? No, no, no. I thought we were like, okay, yeah, we'll jump. We can jump right into that. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> the story that Marissa is referring to, basically, there was a night you weren't there. No. Yeah, it was, I was, so it was not. me and two of our other mutual friends, and we decided we were going to go out to like the gay bar area in St. Louis and so the three of us went out and we were at this one gay bar like just dancing drinking having a good time then randomly I think we so we ended up there was like a back patio kind of area and so we went back there and then someone was having some sort of like birthday party I think and this random person just offered us they had this tray of like little like chocolate ball like cake ball things and they were just like pops yeah, but they weren't, like, on a stick, so I don't think you call a pop. I always envisioned them being on a stick when I heard this story, so that's they probably... new information for me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they... It was, like, basically the same thing, but not on a stick, so it was just the ball. Got it. Okay, okay. And this person was just offered them to us, and, like, obviously, number one rule that everyone always tells you over and over from, like, the day that you're born, do not accept food things from strangers. Just don't do it, you know? And mm-hmm. for some reason, we were just, I don't know if we were, like, very drunk or whatever. We were just, like, not even thinking about that at all. Also, to be fair, I'm thinking about it now, and it seemed even more benign because it was, like, it genuinely looked like they were having a very sweet, not-too-crazy birthday situation that was winding down. Again, shouldn't have assumed or thought anything like that shouldn't have affected that decision you know like it doesn't excuse it so anyway yeah we were all like woo totally we all took one of these little cake ball things ate ate them popped them in our mouths um and like immediately after i remember like walking away and like like looking back and the person was like laughing and i was like what that's such a weird reaction to have after you just offered someone like a little treat to be like laughing like at us or whatever I don't know it was like what's happening and then very shortly after we were all like very high <laughs> like we were just feeling like there was something in those like immediately like we knew and then I remember like I think we were looking at each other's pupils and like all of our pupils were like very dilated it was like we were like definitely on something but obviously we didn't know and we were like thinking oh my god if, like we, were we just like like giving something and like now we're gonna pass out and they're gonna co- like collect our unconscious bodies and drag them back to some basement somewhere it was just like all these crazy thoughts um and then like it basically wore off almost as quickly as it came on i think within like a 30 minute whatever period it was like we were fine and then we were just like what happened and then i think the next day we were sort of like looking into it more and trying to do research and figure out okay like what did we consume and like what happened and then I can't remember like who basically thought or decided that they were laced with like poppers or something I feel like it was maybe me okay but I could be wrong that could just be like my own like main character bias happening here I mean it very very well could have been I like don't quite remember how we came to that conclusion i guess technically we still don't know that for sure but it seems to you know it like it 
it came on really quickly. It wore off pretty quickly. It was like a yeah. euphoric kind of high, the pupil dilation. Do you remember what your butthole sphincters were feeling like? No. See, that's the thing, right? Like, if we had mm. maybe thought that it was that or known that initially, maybe would have been aware of that. I feel like I don't know enough about poppers or like, because I thought generally the way you do poppers is you're like sniffing it. Yes, they are almost always done through inhaling, but I think when we did our research, we found out that they can be consumed orally as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Either way, yeah, Um, it's, um, I mean, it would track too, like, of all the things it could be, like, it made sense, so I think we kind of, like, were like, that's probably what it was, and all of us are mostly fine since that day, (laughs) you know, like, nothing lasting or whatever so just a Mm -hmm. a sort of strange experience and story um but you've done poppers since then consensually yeah would you recommend this to our question asker as a sex drug well i think it basically is like that's sort of the way i think honestly of any drug i can think of that's truly one that's like people explicitly have it use it for that purpose because some of the effects of it are sort of loosening your smooth muscle tissue like specifically like the the muscles around like your sphincter and like you know which comes in handy for anal sex so hence why it is popular for that purpose so i guess in that sense if you are a person who wants to engage although technically i don't know like i wonder do any people who have vaginas take it like does it have the same effect on a vagina you think it would potentially I don't th- no because i think the types of muscle different. involved i think it's different enough that it has doesn't have the same effect i'm not 100 percent right. certain on that but i believe that that is not true because if it were, I think if it were true, I would, I would hope I would know about it because I often work with women who have pelvic pain that specifically involves like tightening vaginal muscles. And if, yeah. if poppers were a, a way to relax that, I wish I, I would know that. But so I don't think that that's true. So, okay. So then, yeah, I would, I'll, we'll say essentially if you're engaging in like anal sex, anal mm-hmm. penetration, then that could be beneficial for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, well, and then also weed is a yeah, thing. Weed's yeah. A, weed's definitely a thing. I think, I mean, as the person mentioned in their question, weed for many people heightens the pleasurability of physical sensations. Mm-hmm. So there is, um, certainly a lot of people experience more intense orgasms or sex feeling more pleasurable when right. they're high. Not everyone feels that way, obviously, but lots of people do. There's also, if, particularly if you live in a state where weed is legal and you can like go to a store and buy it, weed lube is a thing. Oh. Um, so like applied topically um, uh-huh. is, um, you know, I think that that's a little bit more of sort of mixed reliability because, you know, I think it's like the sort of thing where like, is this the placebo effect? Is this actually doing anything? I think kind of comes into play there. 
yeah. kind of in the same way that like a CBD lube would, but it's definitely a product that is sold. Is that like a numbing effect or like a stimulating? Like what exactly? Is I would. My understanding is it's a stimulating effect. It like heightens sensation. Heightened. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I wonder. Yeah, and like which. Because why would you want that to be a numbing effect? That would. That's not. Good. <laughs> True. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Better like, not to have less. Yeah, you don't want no, less No, it's sensation. not, like, you wouldn't put, like, lidocaine as, like, a lube. <clears throat> no, but sometimes people, like, if you want, like, a sort of, like, freezy, tingly feeling, I don't know. I'm just gonna put it out there. People can have different opinions in me, and that's fine, but freezy is not a way <laughs> I want my sex to feel. That's maybe something that's... <laughs> that doesn't appeal to me. Sure, I think maybe that's the wrong adjective. I'm thinking more, like, tingly... You know what I mean? Like, not freezing. Like, but I, I hear like... you, but I feel like the way that tingly feels when, I, like, something is numb is, that's not, like, for me, a good tingly. Like, I like last week, I got my booster shot, and I was staying at my parents' house, and my arm hurt. My mom was like, oh, I have this, like, numbing cream. You should put it on your arm. And I did, and I, like, had to go, like, wash it off my hands right away because I could feel them start to, like, oh, and you do didn't the like tingly that. thing. And it felt, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't. Oh, uh, like so but that, I think that so it's definitely a thing that you personally don't like then too. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a universal dislike. It's okay. certainly a Marissa dislike. Okay, because I feel like so, yeah, I don't know. I don't like necessarily dislike. Like I, I, I love like I have like a tea tree shampoo like body wash that I really like because it gives me that sort of like. But that's a feeling. that's a different kind of tingle. That's a different that's sort tingle. of the tingle I have that the exact I'm talking same about. Same body wash that you do, and oh, yeah, I okay. like it. The Trader Joe's one, yeah? The Trader Joe's one, yeah. Sponsored Which by Trader Joe's. I would really just like to give a hot Trader Joe's tip to you and to the universe. Something you should not buy at Trader Joe's that I learned the hard way this week is their lobster ravioli. It's gross. Oh, I've tried it before. Yeah, I didn't love it. And it was like kind of expensive too because it's lobster, obviously. So I was like, eh. But it's also like but clearly with like other very cheap lobster. Right, like it's yeah. like you taste it and you're like, this is Lobster. Yeah, like not that much of it and like not good parts of it. So to the point, right, it's just sort of smushed in there. But they really yeah. are like lobster. Yeah. Um, I go buy their butternut squash ravioli instead. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, the the right, the yeah. shampoo. That yeah. that's sort of the tingly that I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. That kind of tingle, fine and good. What? Numbing tingle bad. <laughs> Whatever tingles your dingle. You know, go with it. Moving right along to other drugs. <laughs> other drugs. Uh. Okay, yeah. Are we considering, so, so like, uh, alcohol as, like, a substance that falls under this or not? Eh. I mean, sh- we can Well, I mean, to. I think the be-all end-all of that is, like, alcohol obviously lowers your inhibitions, and sometimes the inhibition lowering can be beneficial for sexual relations, but also then too much, obviously, is not beneficial so. Right. And I guess we should, you know, kind of slap on all of these things. Like, sure. if you are not familiar with a drug or you don't know how it affects you, like, doing it before or during sex is not the move. Like, be like, make sure you know how a drug makes you feel before you make sure that you are confident that you can consent to sexual activity. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. While you are under the influence of whatever drug 
you are talking about. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, we do kind of need to talk about that, right? Because it's like, obviously, figure, you know, you have to figure out the consent element of it, of like, right, if you're taking something that is essentially incapacitating you, are you then in a position to consent to I mean, sexual... That's like... The answer is no. I right. It's a pretty straightforward answer. Right. So then, right. But that, yeah. But then, yeah. So keep that in mind, basically, I guess, if that's. Right. Mm-hmm. You're trying to work that into the whole situation. I would say, like, other drugs that are commonly thought to be sexually beneficial, I would say, like, MDMA, Molly Ecstasy. Sure. That family of drugs is pretty commonly associated with pleasure. And sex. Mm-hmm. Um, what about psychedelics? Certainly. I think, I well, it, probably, it depends. That's another one where, like, it really depends how it affects you. I, my sex, my sex. <laughs> <laughs> I myself have not had sex on psychedelics, but the last time I did shrooms, I had a friend, I put my head in her lap and she played with my hair for 45 minutes, and it was one of the best physical sensations i have ever experienced in my entire life Mm. so i i would not be surprised to hear people who have would say that sex on shrooms is particularly pleasurable yeah yeah i was gonna say i could see that being potentially good again i think it really depends on like your state of mind if you're having Mm. like a bad trip probably Mm. don't start fucking totally yeah i don't know i guess it just comes down to like why, I guess, why would you want to do something that's going to take you so far out of, like, your own body and, like, being present in the moment? Then, it, like, then what's the point? You know, I feel like it's got to be something that's just, like, enhancing sensations, basically, mm-hmm. and, like, heightening mm-hmm. that. Otherwise, you're just mm-hmm. moving farther away from, like, what makes sexual contact good. Yeah, I would agree. Our recommendations are poppers. I think we would say poppers, weed, weed Molly. Yeah. Maybe psychedelics. Yeah, but maybe that's like a figure out what it does to you, how you feel about it. And then mm-hmm. when you're feeling more confident, then maybe give it a shot. Yeah. I think there are probably other, there are certainly other drugs out there that like, are in contention, but I think that they are, like, harder drugs than I would recommend. Yeah. Like, I think I think there's a lot of, like, club drugs out there that probably, like, people fuck on and feel great about, but I would not feel comfortable recommending. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't think either of us are big, like, club kids, club drugs. No, like, kids. I can't like, tell you, like, right, I don't like, know. I can't I don't be know like, oh, yeah, thinking. like, I I went out to the club and then I took some K and fucked a guy in the bathroom. Like that's not my yeah lived experience. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, and also right, like we can't really recommend anything that would be like very addictive or very you know like I don't right, again. Like, I. Probably having an orgasm on heroin feels great, but, like, are we going to tell you to try that? We're not. We're not. We're not going to try it. So you mm-hmm. can, if you are someone who has tried it, feel free to let us know. Weed okay. lube. Weed lube. Weed lube. Weed lube is the takeaway here. Weed lube. What's the brand? 
Uh, CB dick. Cannabussy. (laughs) 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 We'll start that if it doesn't already exist. (laughs) Our personal brand of weed anal lube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't steal our idea. Anybody. This is this counts as a copyright. Copyright. We'll yeah, bring how you do, to court. What's like the legal can we be like copyright boop and then we've done it? Is that No. Okay. Mm-mm. I feel like this is a good time to just like drop in an anecdote about the fact that so my dad is an attorney and when I was a child, something I used to do that made me like really popular was if anyone was ever mean to me, I would tell them they weren't allowed to do that because my dad was going to sue them. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing to throw around. That's also like how our legal system works. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like everyone's constantly afraid of being sued. Mm-hmm. Because right, especially like small children. Yeah. Yeah, anybody. Come on, anybody. No one is <laughs> safe. Anybody. You're never safe from litigation. No. Mm-hmm. So just be careful. Especially of Marissa, because she'll <laughs> come for you. Should we move on to our next question? Question two. Dear queers, my boyfriend and I love to go out and party at the gay bars in our neighborhood. We have an ongoing disagreement that we're hoping you can help us solve. He really likes to enhance his partying with drugs and it makes me uncomfortable. What do we do? From no longer pure ecstasy. Mm. Again, we're not really familiar with a lot of like gay club drugs so uh, to the extent that uh before we recorded oh, i texted <laughs> i texted a friend of mine who is my go-to sort of like um gay urban dictionary and asked him uh i said what are the most common gay club drugs yeah. and unfortunately this is not the first time i've texted him that question he's had to answer that for me before and his answer was uh, he said Coke, Molly, GHB, ketamine. And then we had to look up what GHB was. Mm-hmm. And we were not happy yeah. with what we found. Mm, we didn't like it. <laughs> we didn't like it. Don't. Da, na, 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 na. Mom and dad say so, it. Na, na, na. <laughs> that's, that's what we say. Yeah. So I think part... How we would answer this question, well, maybe not. I was going to say how we would answer this question depends on what drugs we're talking about. But actually, now that I stop and think about that statement, I'm not sure what that changes. I guess the if it were like something really innocuous like weed, maybe that would be a make or break it thing. But I don't yeah. think that's what we're really talking about. So I don't like it. I don't think that matters. Right. Yeah, I guess I were kind of going with the assumption that this is probably harder stuff that's like. Yeah. Yeah. Making him uncomfortable. Um, So the question that we're really being asked is, you know, what is the line between one person's right to engage in substance use as they feel fit versus their partner's ability to have some control over that? Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I'm curious also, like, reading between all of the lines here of, like, 
so what like is this sort of an activity that's like a weekly thing a monthly thing is a special thing that they do together had they did they maybe meet in a club like was the boyfriend doing all this stuff when they met is this a new habit that he picked up it's like yeah i have a lot of questions basically but and the, you... I, a big question i have is are you uncomfortable just that he does the drugs or are you uncomfortable with his behavior when he's on the drugs right yes 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 yeah because that to me those are two different things if you're just like I think that drugs are bad and I don't want my boyfriend doing drugs. I'm not saying we would automatically just be like, get over it. But that is one thing. If it's like my boyfriend does these drugs and then he acts in a way that that makes me uncomfortable. That's a little different. Mm -hmm. I would think, yeah, I would imagine that is definitely a part of the issue, especially like if that's okay. This is a thing that you guys do together. And you're presumably going to both have a good time together. Otherwise, what would be mm -hmm. the point of both going, you know? So mm -hmm. clearly, yeah, I would imagine, right, maybe he's taking ketamine, GHB, whatever, something, and then turns into sort of a different person that he's not comfortable with and maybe does things that he's not comfortable with. And so it's like... Yeah, but again, but how I much of that is... The drugs versus, like, him, too, you know? So. Sure. Or just, like, the environment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a pretty valid question. And, right, like, again, what what is the thing you're uncomfortable with? Is it just that, like, you think drugs are bad? Is it wor Are you worried about, like, the health effects it has? on? Like, are you worried for his mm. safety? Are you mm. worried he's going to get hurt? Are you worried someone's going to take advantage of him? Like, what... It, I wish we knew what the specific problem was. Well, okay, so let's say that the issue is he's worried about how the drugs are affecting him and, like, his health and is it bad for him and he's, like, worried for him. What okay. would you say he should say to him? Like, what kind of conversation do they need to have, you know? Like, I think the conversation has to... Sorry, you go ahead. No, no, I just... He was going to say, like, like how to sort of address it in a way that won't be too say what he needs to say without driving him away kind of you know yeah I mean I think you just have to be upfront about it and I think you have to say something along the lines of you know when we go out and you do whatever drug it makes me worried for these reasons what do you think about that mm. I so I think you can certainly name that you don't like it and you can name why I think if it's that reason in particular, though, I don't think our letter writer really gets a say. I think that that, like, the boyfriend gets to decide what he wants to do with his body. And if that includes, like, doing drugs that are maybe not good for it, and that's the problem that the letter writer has, the letter writer does not get to control his boyfriend's body in that way. Yeah. Is, what I, is, where, I, is where I would land if that's what it was. What do you think? Yeah, like, where are you coming from with this? Yeah. It's just right. We don't know exactly the full scenario, mm -hmm. so it's hard. we're just sort of speculating, basically. Right. So what would you say if it's more like the boyfriend is just uncomfortable because he's uncomfortable, like, with drugs? With like, he thinks, drugs, like, drugs yeah. are bad kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, again, I don't know. The, the thing with that is, like, I would sort of think or hope that, like, that maybe would have come up 
sooner in this relationship potentially like to get to this point of like this but we also don't know how long they've been in the relationship maybe this is a new relationship yeah true 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 okay yeah so i guess regardless yeah i mean that's then i don't know like right if that's gonna be a long-term thing that you can deal with you know if like if, if it's you're like hard stop i hate drugs i won't don't want to look at drugs i don't want to see anyone doing drugs i don't want to be around or with anyone doing any kind of drugs like that mm. and the boyfriend is not on that same page like someone mm. has to compromise essentially is what it comes down to i agree I, so i think i think yes in that situation the boy like our letter writer can ask Mm-hmm. And the boyfriend can choose whether or not he wants to compromise. Mm-hmm. But the boyfriend, like our, our, our letter writer, can't demand it. He can't be like, I need you to stop doing this. Right. That's, I think, not his decision to get to make. Yeah, right. I think it has to be a, a situation, in that case, like a situation of, okay, I'm going to ask you and say, this is how I feel about it. It makes me very uncomfortable. I don't like it. Would you consider not doing it? for me and then the boyfriend can decide okay oh i value i care about you a lot and i'm willing to sacrifice that for this relationship or be like actually no i this is a very important part of me and my lifestyle and you you either have Mm -hmm. to like kind of throw it back into his court and be like no i'm not going to stop that and so you have to decide either if you can accept that about me or this isn't going to work you know. Right, like, is that a deal breaker for you if I keep doing this? And then, mm-hmm. right, our letter writer gets <laughs> to decide if that's if this is an ultimatum that we're really talking about. Yeah, I mean, from the to be asking the question in the first place, it seems like he's saying, "I really don't like this. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't be okay with if this continued, sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't want it." Right. So yeah, I think you can you can certainly say that. And if your boyfriend says, like, I'm going to keep doing my drugs, then if you decide that you can't tolerate that in the relationship, then you then have to decide to not be in the relationship. Yeah, basically, yeah. I do think it's a little different if it's our other scenario of the drugs make the boyfriend into a jerk. Yeah, uh, right. It's like a bad, it causes bad things, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think then our letter writer has more of a leg to stand on of like, this is not just a problem I have. This is truly a real problem. And I need you to stop doing this because you are treating me poorly, maybe, or something like Mm -hmm. that. Or, yeah, or it's like becoming like a abuse situation, like whether. Sure. Yeah. Like basically, like, does he need help is it's like a problem you know like it's mm-hmm. something right. very addictive or like you know yeah so and that's a whole nother scenario so and i would say the only other thing i'm thinking about with it is i'm wondering if the letter writer and his boyfriend have talked about this beforehand and if any sort of agreement has been made is this the sort of thing where maybe like they've talked about it and the boyfriend's been like oh yeah i know you don't like that i'll stop doing that and then is not following through with what he said or have you just been like harboring these feelings without sharing them for a while yeah we're we're just asking a lot of questions basically we are but we covered a lot of like a lot of different avenues and scenarios of like how this could possibly be or go depending on what the underlying circumstances are so right yeah but it's tough yeah tough any situation of like 
I really don't like this. I like, I really like this. How do we compromise on this and figure out how we're going to move through this? Best of luck to those two crazy kids. GHB, ketamine, ecstasy, Molly. What, what else? Coke? Why Coke. are you just naming the drugs? I'm just naming them. Okay. Like those are... This is like a Sesame Street episode where we just like <laughs> name all of the drugs. Like G is for GHB. Can you imagine? Oh my God. God. I mean, listen, people are already really mad at Big Bird right now. I know, now. I was just thinking they that. They do when not need more ammo. <laughs> Big Bird is my person. We go way I know back. he is. Yeah. Uh, you, didn't you used to have a Big Bird hat I that did. you wear around? Yeah, I got a Big mm-hmm. Bird hat like in high school because I thought it was hilarious. Didn't really, it was too small though for my head. Prayers and thoughts to Big Bird as he's navigating difficult times in the media at this moment. Mm-hmm. Which surely will have been long forgotten by the time this episode airs. We don't know. It could go straight to the Supreme Court for all we know. Seems likely. But we'll be there. We are on Team Big Bird all the way. Yes. Can we? Hashtag can we firm, Big Bird. We can, I feel like we can firmly state that. Yeah. That Absolutely. We are, we are uh, Team Big Bird. We're Team Big Bird. We're Team Brittany. Team Brittany. Yeah. We have been celebrating her freedom from her guardianship around these parts. Mm-hmm. It's an exciting time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that I, yeah, I thought this would truly happen. So it's pretty cool. But I wish her the best in her future endeavors as her life winds forward through time. What a way of expressing support. <laughs> That's not, yeah, I don't know what that sentiment was, really. But as we all, I mean, yeah, as we all just move, trudge through the sands of time towards our inevitable deaths, may we all find a bit of joy and happiness and freedom. I mean, I guess I agree. You can't not agree, right? No, you, you can't. You've kind of boxed me into a corner there. I have to agree. Yeah, but it's not. You're. It's not a. Like wow, yes, yes, yes. Like I. No, <laughs> it's not. It's it's. It was a po- overall me- overall positive. It uh, was the message was positive. The delivery was a little stilted. I'll mm, say. Okay. So it's just some notes for next time. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> we answered the question. We answered this question. Hope we did. Yeah, you'll hopefully you'll you be fine, it out. or you won't be. I don't know. Thank you again. Thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Again, send us more questions. Um, you know how, dear queers. Dot pod at gmail.com or dearqueers.gay or dear.queers on Instagram and rate us on Apple Podcasts. <clears throat> oh, oh my God, that reminded me. So we received a, I guess a question recently. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I don't know if this person was aware. So any, basically if you sub- give us a question through our anonymous inbox on our website, we will see it, but we can't respond to it directly there and we can't see who it came from obviously 
but I should just pull it. I should find it so I can. I'm, you should find it. We're, it's relevant to this section of the where we're at right now, and we're gonna read it and respond to it. So here is the question. <laughs> okay, I love the show. Listen to every episode. Great. I've never liked, subscribed, rated, whatever else you tell us to do at the end. At first, I was worried about all the bad stuff you threatened, but nothing has happened to me yet, and nothing has happened to my friend either that also listens to your show. Are the threats real, or is it safe for me to continue not doing all the stuff you ask for? Do you want to <laughs> tell them, or should I? Well, I mean, I, this question it's makes me feel a lot of different emotions. I don't know about you, like... I, it Tell feels me like, all your emotions. Well, first, because they're saying a lot of positive things, obviously. Like, they listen to all the episodes, mm-hmm. and, like, their mm-hmm. friend does. It's, like, they're saying a lot of things I want to hear. And so, first, right. I'm like, ooh. But then there's, like, an immediate, like, kick right in the asshole of, like... Mm-hmm. But also, like, you, all this stuff that we've, like, very kindly just sort of requests at the end, as you know, if you've listened before... They're like, mm, like, I haven't really done that. And, like, I don't think I ever want to. And I was, like, worried because I felt like I was being threatened. But now I'm, like, not worried. So I think I'm just not, essentially. And so then that, like, mm-hmm. was painful. Yeah. So Those are all really valid emotions to feel. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um. Well, I didn't really have any feelings because I am a robot. But I just thought that this person maybe needs to understand how deadly serious we are about all of the threats that we make. If they haven't happened to this person yet, clearly they've got someone looking out for them. But one of these days, they're not going to be so lucky. I mean, I would add to that as well, not to be like too direct, but like, Think about, like, neither of us have ever been struck by lightning before, but that doesn't mean that we won't ever be struck by lightning. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, just exactly. be, just because something, like, hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it will not happen. Right. Don't go counting your chickens. Take from that what you will, mystery. Mm-hmm person and i'll just say you know do you really want to roll the dice like maybe those things that we've said won't happen but it'd be pretty bad if they did so is it really that hard to like and subscribe and rate and whatever the fuck we tell you to do it's a small price to pay for your safety i would say additionally the effort that it took to ask this question in the first place is (laughs) arguably more effort than doing any of those things in the first place so that feels like even more of a personal affront is what it feels like you're Um, not wrong then should we add an additional threat to the list to give them a little we're gonna fucking find you (laughs) (laughs) no um you know listen everyone knows by now that there are consequences yes. for not doing the things that we've asked. And those could look like some of the things we've said before, but they could look really different. For example, it could look like next time you're out at a club having a gay old time, you're drinking, you're dancing, you're having a laugh. 
someone who looks like the most innocuous stranger could come up to you and offer you a delicious home-baked dessert, (laughs) perhaps in the shape of a pop cake ball. And you will accept it because you have forgotten all the things we told you earlier about how you shouldn't take candy from strangers. And instead, it will not be a popper, but it will be a hallucinogenic drug that causes you to see visions of me and Brendan that will follow you around for the rest of the evening, telling everyone around you how beautiful they look and how much they are bringing it to the dance floor and how cute that dress is that they're wearing, except for you. We're not going to say anything nice to you. And our hallucinogenic specters will just kind of like look at each other and be like, yikes, if you try to elicit a compliment from us. Uh, And when you wake up the next morning, all you'll be left with are feelings of diarrhea and shame. Sounds like me every morning (laughs) that I wake up. (laughs) The old one-two punch of the The diarrhea shame machine. Diarrhea shame machine that I have to push back down every day. But yeah, you don't want that for yourself, I would think. So, yeah. Also, just so you know, our inbox is anonymous, but we also have incredibly smart computer friends who we can (laughs) sick straight on your anonymous email and find exactly where you are at any moment that we want to. We're not going to do it because that would be immoral and against everything we stand for but if you threaten us again with your threat of not being afraid of our threats (laughs) we may have to resort to some unorthodox unconventional methods is all i'm maybe saying he said it here folks you heard it here sure did and goodbye Bye.